everyone, welcome back to Sustainability Speaks. We are your hosts, Stasia and Saskia. For our new series, we're hosting guests with a passion for sustainability. On today's episode, we have three people joining us from Seed Renewables. Would you guys like to introduce yourself, tell us your part in the team and where you are right now? Yeah, sure. First of all, uh, we would like to thank you, Stasia and Saskia, for having us here. Uh, we are Tolu, Jose, and then there's me, Alba. We, we really love what you're doing and the, and the community you're creating. So first of all, congratulations for your excellent work. Oh, thank um, you so much. <laughs> actually, uh, I, I listen to your podcasts and I really love all the episodes. Oh, so thank you so much. Actually, get to be part. And yeah, well, we hope we can share something that's interesting for you. So I will introduce a bit, um, a bit myself so you get to know me as well. Uh, well, my name is Alba, uh, I was born and bred in Barcelona, I studied engineering and then I decided to pursue a renewable energy master's because I wanted to invest my career path in something that could change the world for the better. I consider myself a very positive and active person and I love to spend time in the nature and, and practice a lot, a lot of outdoor sports. So that's basically a bit about myself on a personal, on a personal note. Cool. Yeah, great to know. Um, what about the rest of you guys? Would you like to introduce yourself as well? Yeah, well, hello and thank you for having us today. Uh, my name is Jose. I'm from Spain, from a city named Valencia, south of Barcelona, where I base. Um, well, my background, um, I studied here in my city, in Valencia. I studied chemical engineering and I have quite of like a heavy engineering, like me mechanics slash chemical background. Um, on that, um, and then like I kind of like moved towards sustainability by the end. Like I was trying to look for something that fitted me uh, better. Um, my my role in seeds it's more like focus on on the product, on like managing the product and like kind of like moving it forward. Uh, I coordinate let's say all the information that comes from marketing that comes from Alba and Tolu from like the, the partnerships and the companies that we work with and try to like put all of that into the software and into into our future app so um, yeah um i can add like a couple of like fun facts about me uh, yeah, go for it. uh well uh i'm a i'm a judo black belt for example uh i like <laughs> did judo for many many years at the competitive level and i kind of like it was a really like big big thing for me like transmitted a lot of values of hard work and, and discipline and that um and then like later like in the middle of um of my bachelor's degree i i participated in a, in a racing team like uh, designing and building a race car that uh, we brought competing all over the world so that gave me like also like a good hardworking experience like very like many many late nights that now like i can i can bring here to to seats yeah, very well, nice. That's really cool. Um, I'm an orange button kickboxing, but I don't think that's quite as impressive. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> no. Better than nothing. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Last yeah. but not least. Yeah, well, um, good morning, everyone. Thank you again uh, for having us, Stasia and Saskia. Um, my name is Tolu. Uh, I, I was born and raised in Nigeria. Uh, I'm also a Spanish resident, uh, to be precise, like Alba as well. Uh, in Barcelona, so I live there as well with my mom. And um, yeah, I studied in Germany um, also and 
in the Netherlands and France. And um, yeah, uh, at Seeds, I work in the business development part. So what we do basically support Seeds in building uh, new leads and also helping them, um, the company to forge a long-term relationships with potential partners more or less. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interning there and uh, learning every day, which I'm really enjoying. And uh, yeah, some fun facts about me, maybe some simple pleasure uh, in life is um, that I do enjoy walking around the neighborhoods, um, like exploring new places, getting lost in some unknown streets, um, because I think that is also good when you, uh, for example, have a long day and you're trying to wind down and you don't want to think about um, anything, just uh, enjoy the walk. So I really enjoy doing that. And while I do that, I listen to music and to podcast as well. So yeah, uh, yeah, and I also like, I like to take pictures while I do that. So yeah, yeah, that's a little in- intro. Yeah, cool. Thank you so much. All of you are so interesting. Um, so I guess moving on, um, what? Why did you choose to go into the sustainable industry? And also, could you just tell us a bit more um, about seeds renewables um, in particular? Like, where did where did the idea arise? What's your aim? And how does the app work? Yeah, sure. If you want, we can make uh, a little summary of of seeds because maybe sure. some of you don't know us yet. Basically, uh, Seeds Renewables is an environmental fintech mobile app that allows you to invest in renewable energy projects through crowdfunding with as little as your spare change. So basically, what we what we are, what we are aiming here is to create the financial network of people for climate action, and we want to help achieve the sustainable development goals that are set by the United Nations. Uh, actually, after these guys' introduction, I realized I didn't really um, say what I was doing at Seed, so maybe I will add it here as well, so you more or less can situate me as well inside the company. So basically, I am um, head of growth, I am in the business department where I am creating the renewable energy project pipeline. And then I'm also involved in the project due diligence, which basically means making sure that the the projects are viable and trustworthy as well. And then also recently, um, I have been nominated (laughs) chief climate officer. So basically what what I'm doing is ensuring that environmental impact of our actions is taking into account when when making business decisions. So yeah, that's a bit uh, a bit of summary about about seeds. And then I can also, guys, if you if you agree with me, well, I can I can share a bit how the idea was born because I was actually present that day. Um, and yeah, well, basically what happened is a few years ago I I went to to a global climate strike that was organized by Fridays for Future in Barcelona with another of our co-founders, who's Will. It was September 2019, more or less. And then when we were in this um, in this strike, we realized that there's this great concern, mainly from coming from our generation, for the planet, and that there's a huge desire for change. So there is where we started asking ourselves, like, how can how can we just take advantage of all of this collective energy and transform it into something tangible? That, that helps us create a positive impact in for the planet. So we were asking ourselves this question, we were thinking a lot about it, and then we just came up with the idea of everyone across the whole spectrum has a little bit of spare change. 
So, so basically, here's where, where it was born. And yes, after that, we, we started a university project with it, together with Jose and another team member. And then, yeah, since that day to today, we have been working at Seeds. So yeah, that's a bit of a summary of how Seeds works and how it was born. Oh, that's really cool. You've definitely um, encaptured what our generation stands for, which is what the environment and investment, like that's a real big thing at the moment. So I think that's really cool that you've managed to pull those ideas together. I think a lot of people will be really engaged in this app. Yeah, definitely. And also, I guess just aside from our generation, just like even thinking about like the big corporates who do have all the money, like all the trends right now are in sustainability and tech. So I think it's just literally so spot on. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and big corporations also, like, there's a lack of transparency. Like, you don't really see, you know, like, you, you hear that they do stuff, but they, you don't, you know, like, it generates a lot of distrust from the people. So when we started, like, talking to people and explaining our idea to friends and people around us, like, it started clicking. So it, it, that was nice. And we learned a lot from the people you know, from our surroundings. Yeah, yeah, I actually did my dissertation on something uh, similar to what you just mentioned. And I had a whole section on um, re- on corporate reporting and on corporate environmental mm-hmm. reporting. And this is just like, yeah, it's so surface level. It's so greenwashed, it just doesn't happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah. think um, the most interesting thing for me is uh, how the idea about seeds um, helps, um, I mean, lower the barrier um, to invest in because I think everyone uh, have an uh, idea or would like to invest or affect the change, so to say. And I think, um, yeah, you're able to do that with um, what we're trying to create at uh, Seed. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that that leads me perfectly onto the next question, which is how does the app work? Well, basically like the, um, the, the, the user flow, the user experience goes from downloading the app um, it's not necessarily complete the registering process like all the way but if you want to use around the feature that that we're trying to implement so like people can invest from sense like basically like you link your credit card and then every time you purchase anything we round up the whatever cost you have so if you're paying uh coffee which is 150 we round it up to two euros and then we invest those 50 50 cents into a project that you like or uh, like a group of projects that you're interested in so in this way basically look you can slowly create your own portfolio slowly save money and put it to work into sustainable projects and renewable energy projects and then uh, these projects basically like get the money from from the people build the projects and then they pay back uh, with interest that money that has been like lent to them Mm -hmm. so it's it's a pretty simple process. Um, it gets more complicated when we're talking about like regulations and tech and stuff. But like our idea is like to make it as simple as possible. So like but investing, if anyone has a little bit of, uh, of experience with investing, at the beginning, it's, it's very overwhelming. It's something that you get in, there's a lot of numbers, then you have like, it's everything looks so scary. There's lots of fees. And, and so we're trying to make it as straightforward as possible just in your credit card, the money goes in, the money goes out, mm-hmm. you know? And then you can learn and know as much as you need, as you want. We will offer every all the information that people need, of course, but then we will like have this additional information on the projects, additional updates, you know, like trying to like 
make the projects feel alive, you know, for people to like really engage and really like be be part of those projects. Because at the end, we're looking to work with communities and we're looking to to work with cooperatives, and these are essentially social projects. So like, there's no point on you know like completely you know just give them the money and completely abandon them. So like that interaction is really really important as well. Yeah. So if I understand correctly, it's for example just like more on an individual basis so like for example i could then invest in a project when i'm purchasing something as opposed to let's say like a big company coming in and you know let's say buying assets through seeds so it's more like it's an individual yeah. basis okay yeah it's yeah. focused on, on the individual on the retail mm-hmm. investor that's, yeah that's cool yeah. like people with like Small, small amounts of capital. Uh-huh. And obviously, obviously, when talking about investing small, it's relative. Mm-hmm. But, but, but yeah, yeah, it's focused on people. Yeah, mainly. yeah. So as you said, if I buy coffee for one pound fifty, and well, it'd be one pound mm-hmm. fifty here, it would round up to two pound. That fifty p, do I choose which project it goes to, or do I have a portfolio on the app and it disperses? throughout how how do i get to pick where that goes so uh it's up to you like if there's a project that you really like uh the the money can go directly to the project if you don't really want to you know like be you want you want to focus more a little bit on the on the passive investing then you can just choose a portfolio or you can just put it on your wallet for like later like maybe a couple of months later when you have like an um a good amount of money saved you can just go look pay attention to all the projects that we have and then choose one that you really like and mm-hmm. and invest in that one. Oh, great so i can build up some money in in the app and then invest at a later date when i find a project that i'm really interested in mm-hmm. yeah. yeah oh that's great yeah i really like that idea yeah and then i guess just coming on from that mm-hmm. question is it is it essentially do you partner with certain organizations who you then you know work with their project so is there like let's say a limit on you know for example you vet them ensure that they're legitimate etc and those are the projects that you offer offer or is it essentially kind of how, how does that work like what what projects do you partner with yeah so basically what what we want to do is first of all we contact the the energy communities we want to do community projects mainly because we we really like the social aspect of them as well mm-hmm. and of course when we get a when we get a company and we and we get a project normally the type of projects that we are doing are all renewable energy we focus mainly on solar but we also do other types of technologies like for example wind or mm-hmm. even hydrogen we are planning on doing so once we get this project from the from the renewable energy project developer or energy community, what we do is um, go through the project due diligence. That's what I'm more more or less involved in, and we make sure that it is both technically feasible and economically viable for investors to to put money into that project and to have a return. Mm-hmm. So it is a it is a long process, but uh, it is very very necessary to make sure that things work well. And we also really uh, cherry pick the people we want to collaborate with. And we don't only check the project, but also make sure that the organization that's um, providing that project is also trustworthy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is, it is uh, time intensive, but, but again, uh, it is a process that has to be done every time that we, that we just put a project out there. 
Yeah, a hundred percent. And I was just also going to add like the whole um, aspect of the, the people who use seeds then also get a return. I think that that is so clever because essentially I think no matter how how you know the people start caring for the environment and you know start caring for like renewable energy and that space i think people are essentially going to be very like money driven so i feel like the fact that they do get a return i feel like that is such an incentive for more people to you know want to use seeds and also just get into that space so i think that that's so clever yeah most of the time when looking at investing it seems like you have to choose between having like a good return and mm. focusing on something sustainable um and to find these kind of solutions that both give you a return and are sustainable takes like a good amount of effort and time so uh, we wanted to facilitate you know and like make that path easier and and of course like the more we can help to the cost the better so yeah, I think it's such a better model than, for example, when you just, I know you can, I think it's on eBay, you can check out and then it, it asks you whether you want to choose the option of donating like 50p to a charity, but then like mm -hmm. you don't get anything from that. Whereas, you know, this is very different. So I feel like it can keep, people can, will keep coming back. Yeah, and also like we create that virtuous cycle of mm -hmm. like that money that you're getting back, you can reinvest it and keep it, keep it working, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't just disappear yeah. or it doesn't, you know, you just don't cash it out and don't do anything with it or spend it. So like we can, we can snowball this movement towards something like pretty big, which is exciting. Yeah, definitely. So we've spoken a lot about renewable energy. Are they the only projects you have going at the moment or are there other sort of um, other types of sustainability projects that you can invest in? Well, we're open also to other kinds of projects which have a positive impact, um, more related with yeah, the social impact, not only environmental. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I don't know, providing safe water to um, certain regions or this kind of projects as well. But it's something that we're planning on offering further down the line. So, first of all, we want to focus again, like typical technology, solar, wind, hydrogen, maybe. So that, that's what's more or less going on right now. But also what we are doing right now uh, is um, we have another part in the business where we kind of like don't want to make people only invest their money, but also invest their time. Um, we contact other kinds of organizations. Maybe Tolu can bring, like, can I explain that a bit more because he's the one that has been actually doing the outreach for that. So yeah, maybe Tolu, you want to, to explain that more? Yeah, sure. Um... I can do that. Uh, so basically, how the yeah the partnership works is um, we sort of identify companies or organizations that um, operate in the sustainable sustainability space. So we have um, more or less um, I think three three yeah categories. So um, comp companies in the NGO, so the nonprofit, and then we have uh, companies, uh, sustainable brands, and also we focus on uh, renewable energy project developers or cooperatives, so to say. So those are like the three main categories. So we, after we identify those um, companies, uh, organization, we then do our due diligence by looking into them, looking for areas that we could uh, possibly collaborate um, finding those synergies and then we can um, yeah use that to make a proposal because if the, if it fits then we can um, uh, make a mutually beneficial proposal between the two parties 
more or less. And yeah, all we try to do is um, try to move, um, accelerate this move towards a more greener f- future. So instead of competing with like other brands or other organizations out there, we could more or less come together because I think, yeah, we do all have um, a role to play in the, the shift towards um, the sustainable future. So um, yeah, that's the idea of um, what we're trying to do in the uh, uh, while developing the project pipeline more or less. Yeah, I think it's a really great idea. These are my favorite sort of sustainable ideas where you're not making anything, you're not putting anything new into the world, but you're working with what we already have and making a better future out of what already exists to, to an extent. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I could maybe answer, I think, your earlier question, why I'm, um, yeah, I joined the sustainability world, so to say, because uh, mine is more of a personal attachment as well, because I grew up um, uh, with my grandma in a small village, or not village, a town in Nigeria. So, and um, yeah, without electricity for some years, so that's, sort of sparked my passion for the um, electrification of Africa. And my idea or what what I've come to realize is that if, um, because we all know the huge demand in Africa, and if those demand can be met by renewable sources, I think then we can achieve like a more um, positive environmental impact. Yeah. And one key thing as well like uh, i i don't remember exactly where i got that from so i said that leadership is a choice and yeah looking at that um phrase or like um yeah the that sentence shows that we all have a choice and we have a role to play in that like i mentioned in the energy transition and um, yeah i'm also making that conscious decision to play a role so which is a mindset that i try to be bring every day more or less to seeds and also i apply that also in my personal um areas of interest more or less so yeah that's just a, a short story about how i came into the yeah uh, sustainability world oh that's really interesting it's really nice to hear different people's backgrounds because I don't think we all necessarily grew up in a sustainable world. This is something that's very, I'd, I'd like to say that maybe the past five, 10 years has only really become a big thing. So it's really interesting to see how everyone got there. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And Tolu, Tolu's story is it's pretty, it's very, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, because uh, I, I grew up around like fossil fuels, like cooking with firewood uh, with my mm-hmm. grandma, studying with lanterns and all that, which is kind of fun. And it's nice to see, to experience both. So you sort of um, have, um, how do you say, like, yeah, passion about um, mm-hmm. seeing uh, a better, greener future. All that. Yeah, and it always helps if you have passion for your work as well. Because there's nothing worse <laughs> than not enjoying your work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Also- Makes everything easier. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, just before we move on to the future goals question, I just, um, one question just popped into mind. So obviously, I presume you are a Spain-based organization, but I presume you're going to operate internationally, if um, I understand correctly. And I guess with um, the projects that you collaborate with, um, are they also like EU based? Are they international, um, or are they uh, just like um, just Spanish? 
Yeah, so we, we are actually planning to work internationally. Mm -hmm. First of all, we wanted to start in Spain just because we are we are the majority. Actually, not the majority of the team is based in Spain, but like... Not uh, anymore. <laughs> it's only two or three of us. But um, yeah, we want to start uh, in Spain, have our first pilot project there. And then we also want to expand through Europe. Mm -hmm. And after that, we, I mean, we don't close doors, so... <laughs> eventually we could even be present in, a, in other parts of the world but that would be our strategy first starting yeah. small uh, and then kind of expanding through Europe and we already have some connections with companies not only Spanish companies but also in Europe who have shown interest in collaborating with us mm -hmm. so that's uh, also a very good sign and yeah not only from companies like our, our followers or people who like kind of support us from the beginning are coming from all parts of the globe so that's also something that's very encouraging and makes us be more motivated to be present in, in many countries yeah Great. yeah thank yeah. you i don't know if you guys did this or if it was um just on the on google but i liked how your website had different language options so i could mm -hmm. read it in english so well. i i don't speak spanish unfortunately but i really liked how it appealed to so many people because you could just yeah. switch it over no, yeah, and also one one of the main challenges here is that the uh, European Union regulation is very broken down. So each country has its own regulation in terms of like how can you you know finance these kind of projects, how can, can crowdfunding work. So this this is definitely a challenge, but the European Union is trying to move forward with this, um, and what they're doing is like they're creating like an European crowdfunding platform regulation which allows any crowdfunding you know company or platform based anywhere in the european union to finance projects uh, all over europe um with in terms of like the investors it's way easier any investor can you know like can, well, pretty much work with us and, and yeah it was like kind of surprising we you know like when you have to like make this kind of like business decisions of okay where do we start where do we focus um we were focusing mostly on spain but we were getting attention from as i was saying from all over Europe, United States, Canada. So uh, it's just, you know, opens that question of like, okay, should we just go straight for the entire world? <laughs> but like, uh, it's it's not like, there's a complication there on like how like you can, you cannot just simply go to a random country and say, I'm financing project here. There's like a set of like different things that you have to go through in your own country. So. So we're, we're working on overcoming that so we can go to the places where we can make the, the maximum impact. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, as you said, like EU like regulations quite like fragmented, but I still think like having studied EU law, it is still very like, you know, functional and very like understandable and very accessible. But obviously, if you're going somewhere like to the US where the legal system is completely different and then you have this all the different states, so then you have federal mm -hmm. law. It's just like that is, you know, another beast in its own right. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, even the UK now, I mean, we're gone. Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Going to the UK, it's much more complicated now. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Don't even bother. We don't deserve it. I think <laughs> people are the nice things in Europe. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, you mentioned crowdfunding. So, could you just explain the difference, please, between crowdfunding and crowdlending? Yeah. Um, well, crowdfunding, it's more like the general term of financing something uh, 
by a group of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, you're buying like small small quantities by each person, and it's usually done through through the internet. Um, crowd lending will be inside what we know as crowdfunding, and would basically focuses on providing loans. So, like instead of like buying something or buying a product, you're providing a loan to a company or a project. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this in this particular world, in like the like the renewable energy financing. Uh, when we're talking about crowdfunding, we're usually talking about equity crowdfunding. So, like when you, what you're doing is basically buy a piece of that project, and you are the owner, like a partial owner of that project. Uh, what we are offering in general is like loans, which are less risky, you know, like have less risk, and are way easier to understand and to manage from an investor point of view, which is basically just providing that loan to the project. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, so I guess we'll move on to the next question, which we sort of, we sort of touched upon earlier when you're speaking about how you want to grow. But what are your future goals and ambitions, and where do you see yourself in five years, ten years, maybe even fifteen years? That's a. I love the question of where do you see yourself in five, ten, or fifteen years. It's uh, well, first of all, I will start with the goals of the company, maybe. So, well, what we were saying before, um, we want to start in Spain, making our first pilot projects there, probably solar PV. So, we already have some connections and have some cooperatives in mind. So, that would be our first step. Um, something that we didn't comment, uh, the app will launch uh, during next year, so beginning of 2022. So, that's where we would start with our first pilot project in Spain. Then after that, we will start moving through Europe, thanks to some new regulations that um, that Hoste was mentioning before. And yeah, that's our plan, like kind of uh, find, um, funding projects which are all over Europe. Um, more short-term goals would be uh, continuing to source projects and to create this project pipeline. We also want to um, to create this uh, commercial partnerships, uh, activism opportunities, contacts with NGOs that Toru mentioned before. So that would be a bit on the short term plan. And then uh, the product development team has a lot of work with the app. So we already started with it, but um, of course it's it's an ongoing process. So, so we're working on that as well. And yeah, on a more personal note, uh, in five, 10 or 15 years, I hope to still be working at Seeds. I actually love it. I think, <laughs> I don't know how the other people in the team feel, but it's not only about the project itself, it's not only about Seeds, but it's about the movement that we are creating. And and it's also very satisfying to be working with people who are your friends uh, and who share a passion. Because in the end, I feel like we are friends. Uh, and when we have meetings, I, I feel we share a common goal, but a common passion. And it's very motivating and it just gives you a lot of energy. So when you wake up, uh, I don't feel like I'm working. I feel like, of course, I feel like I'm working, but it is not a burden for me. It is, um, I'm just excited. So I hope the others also share it. (laughs) And yeah, hopefully we will still be there um, in the future. I don't know, guys, if you want to (laughs) probably add something to this. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know for sure, I um, I think it was more of a love at first sight, if I could use that, when I uh, yeah applied at Seeds, because uh, I, I was really in love with the idea, because um, um, 
I think one key thing that we uh, also did uh, haven't mentioned is the, the gamified experience of, of uh, the whole um, investing um, opportunities on the platform. Because uh, what we're also trying to do is um, to create this easy and intuitive uh, platform for people to engage, I think, for maybe more of the younger generation, more or less to be able to stay active and then you from your activities, you rack up um, rewards. So you sort of get like uh, badges. And I think that's also create like a, a fun way um, to um, affect the change more or less. And I think, um, yeah, there's nothing not to like about uh, the whole idea. So uh, I totally agree with what Albo said. Yeah, I'm enjoying every day. And uh, uh, yeah, I enjoy working with my team, which is super diverse. Diverse, by the way. Uh, we have Alba from Spain. We have me personally from Spain as well. Another um, colleague of mine is also she's Spanish, uh, and another colleague of mine she's um, he's from Algeria, so from Africa as I am. So two continents, Europe and Africa. So we have different ideas, share ideas, and we're very open and. Yeah, it's just yeah, great so far. And one key thing is also we have this autonomy and flexibility to sort of work with the other departments. So, for example, working with Jose as well, even though he's in another department, but there's this uh, fluid communication going on. So, which is really really nice um, um, culture that uh, seeds have um, created. So, yeah. No, yeah, um, I mean. One of the good sides of working online is that uh, you're able to capture talent from, you know, almost any country. Yeah. So as like, as Tolo was saying, like there's people, you know, from Africa, people like from all over Europe. Um, our CEO is American, so like from the United States. So uh, this like it presents a great opportunity. Of course, uh, well, I personally would like to, you know, be able to spend some time in person with them and like. Get to know them in person because there's always like this this online barrier that makes things more difficult but but yeah like the experience of working in seeds like seeing everyone so passionate and then things moving so fast you know like we we work we were for so long you know on, on, in the shadows let's say you know like working on doing the masters and suddenly like the past few months this is accelerating a lot you have like this this like roller coaster feeling you know in your stomach of like oh wow you know like this is like going very fast so this is really exciting um and like I'm, I'm really i'm really happy with the team that that we've been able to put together that sounds great it sounds like you've got a really great workplace some really good values and like we said earlier there's nothing better than being happy at work and being yeah. passionate about what you do so it's amazing that you guys have that and i think that's something that'll really drive you to go far as well yeah definitely really important yeah and what is hard sometimes i guess you also have it like it is very hard to disconnect so it's not like the weekend comes and you can just um i don't know go for an excursion and forget about it you're always kind of connected so sometimes i'm kind of like okay i have to force myself not to look at my computer or at my phone because maybe it's Sunday and posted ready to work on something and he texted something in our Slack and I'm like oh no I have to do this then as well so it's kind of like you're always present and that's something that uh, sometimes is challenging because yeah you cannot really disconnect but again I don't really see it it has some negative aspects but when you learn how to manage it it's also fine so yeah and as Jose was saying it's super fast paced 
So every day there's something new, there's a big change, there's another challenge, and that's also exciting. <laughs> you never know what's coming next. So um, yeah, it's like a roller coaster. <laughs> So just before we finish this podcast, can you just repeat again when the app's launching and where people will be able to find the app? Sure. So the app will launch during the beginning of next year, 2022, and you will be able to to find that both for Android and for iPhone. So it's not going to be complicated. So whoever wants to have it will will have access to it. Um, for now, you can you can just check, for example, our landing page or follow us on social media if you want to keep updated about our latest progress. Yeah, so recently that was a great success for us. We we were selected in an accelerator program in the U.S. by NYSERDA, uh, which is a New York Institute. So we we were given we were given given a grant, and also we we have the chance to participate in a, in an accelerator. Um, that's called for climate tech and I believe it was like 161 people applied for it and then they selected only 11 companies so uh, yeah for us it was a major uh, achievement and we have been working with them for for several weeks already and we are very happy like they have been very helpful introducing us to uh, other companies other industry players so it has been it has been great for now, and um, yeah, it, it is also another another thing to add of uh, this changing environment being mm-hmm. being also given these prizes. Oh, no, really definitely cool. working working with people uh, that are so successful, like they're in the accelerator, and they keep their values. You know, they keep their sustainability focus. They're like maximizing their impact um, when you know, like they. Like they just moved, they were like great entrepreneurs or great investors in the past. And suddenly they like realized that how big of a challenge this is and they're moving. And it's like, it's really great, you know, like, because you're, you're sharing not like that really, you know, important goals and you're sharing your, your passions there, which is amazing. Yeah, so thank you so much guys. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you and this has been so informative. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will link all of your links, social media, um, in the description of this podcast on our website and on our Instagram. And also, I guess in a year's time, I'll set myself a reminder that when you launch, we'll also, um, you know, give it a post, give it a share. Um, so yeah, so thank you so much once again. Yeah, thank you.